Hey guys, it's Jackie, founder of All Mama Care and Mama to a Super Kid. When my son was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia at 21 months old, not only did I feel my world was ending, but I was alone and scared. I made it my job to get my hands on every resource possible to become educated about his diagnosis. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was determined to become empowered and do everything possible to help my baby and my family thrive. Along the way, I've had the pleasure of connecting with some wonderful organizations and meeting some of the most caring and authentic people. This podcast is dedicated to supporting parents and families while their child is going through cancer treatment and beyond. I share with you all the resources that have played a major factor during this time in my family's life, and I'm so glad you're here with me. And now, let's get this episode started. like to think of ourselves as part of your financial care team. You have your medical care team at the hospital and we help with the financial side. This episode is one that I've had locked up since last October. I'm so glad that I'm finally able to share this with you. In this episode, I interview Andrea Ingudine, who is the Director of Impact at Family Reach, a financial lifeline for families fighting cancer. My family has been lucky and grateful to have been a recipient of financial assistance over the past two years while my son is in treatment. Andrea and I discussed the many ways Family Reach helps families with non-medical bills, such as mortgages, rent, and utility bills. We talk at length about the unique financial treatment program that pairs financial planners with families to help them organize finances and plan for the future. Stay tuned to find out how you can get connected and become a part of the Family Reach Tribe. Welcome back to the All Mama Care podcast. Tonight, I have Andrea with us. She is the Senior Manager of Programs and Evaluation at Family Reach. And I just want to welcome you, Andrea. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk more about Family Reach. I wanted to line up this interview because Family Reach was one of the first nonprofits that my family got connected to when Ollie was diagnosed. When we were in the hospital, um, our social worker immediately said, I'm going to reach out to Family Reach. I had no idea what you guys were all about, but the Family Reach organization is just one that has stuck out in my mind for a very long time. So I'm so happy that we get to talk all about Family Reach, all the things you guys are doing to help families like mine, and most importantly, really understanding what you're doing and how it's helping families financially. So before we kind of like dive into everything that Family Reach does, Andrea, can you just kind of give us a background into how you got involved with Family Reach? Sure. So for me, I always knew that I wanted to do something to help families affected by cancer. If you asked me when I was 18, I had just lost my grandmother to lung cancer, and I had no idea what it meant to help families affected by cancer, but I knew that I wanted to do it. So I started studying business and then I switched to public health and I knew that I just wanted to get involved. So my husband and I moved up to Boston and that's where I was lucky enough to meet Family Reach. I ran a 
5k at Trillium and I got to meet Carla in person and hear family speak. And it was in that moment that I realized I needed to get involved. The organization is incredible and I'm sure we'll cover more details about it, but it was just in that moment when I got to hear the family speak, I thought this is it. I need to be a part of this team. Isn't it funny how things just kind of fall into place like that sometimes where you, you really want something and you want the universe to provide it for you. And then all of a sudden things just kind of fall into place. Such a nice feeling. It, it was incredible. I mean, what are the odds that my husband finds the race at Trillium family reaches there. We moved up in time to run that race. Like everything just aligned and it was, it was fate for me to be there that day. And I'm so grateful to have been there. For sure. Definitely. So let's kind of dive into what family reach is, what you guys do kind of like with the whole umbrella term, and then we can kind of dive into the more specifics for families that are listening and they have never heard of family reach. Can you give us kind of like an overview? Absolutely. So family reach is a national nonprofit that is focused on eradicating and getting rid of the financial barriers that come with a cancer diagnosis. We work with patients and healthcare professionals with it that are a part of more than 400 hospitals across the United States. And we really, our goal is to intervene and help families before they hit financial breaking points. We see families who are facing non-medical expenses, so transportation, parking, paying utilities, staying in their homes, paying their rent and mortgage. And it is our goal to use our programs to help families deal with all of the expenses that cancer can bring. So we like to think of ourselves as part of your financial care team. You have your medical care team at the hospital and we help with the financial side. And that makes a big difference too, because I had to stop working as soon as Ollie got diagnosed, my husband kept working, he held the insurance, but not only are there medical bills, but because I stopped working, my paycheck was no longer paying for our rent, no longer paying for certain utilities. And so that's why our social worker said right away, I'm going to reach out to Family Reach. And I believe, I think it was Ollie's first clinic visit that our social worker handed us a bunch of gift cards from you guys. And I think I just was a puddle of tears because it was not, it's not just money, it's support in a financial way that um, is a different type of emotional support, stability really, because everything was so up in the air. Um, and, you know, we only had one child at the time, but I can't even imagine for the families that have multiple children and they really do depend on that dual income. So, I'm just really excited to talk more about the specifics about the different programs that you guys have set up um, to help families financially. So before we dive into that, um, can you give us kind of like a background as to how Family Reach started, the beginning story? Sure. So we have two founding families and they both had the experience that you're speaking of right now. So Christopher and Christine's family their families were experiencing the financial hardship. They were blown away by what transportation costs, special nutrition needs, daycare, all of the things that came with their diagnoses. And they decided to start to give back. So these families were working and in 1996, they decided to join efforts. So they started to work together, fundraise for families that were going through 
similar situations and honor their loved ones who had experienced cancer. So for seven years, they worked together really hard. They helped support Memorial Sloan Kettering and Columbia Presbyterian in New York, really looking at fundraising efforts. And then from that great collaboration, they decided to found Family Reach in 2003. And that's when we became a formal nonprofit. Uh, so it's and here we are in 2020 going strong and serving more families than we ever have before. So it's really nice to see that we were able to take the dream of these two families and continue to honor the legacy of them as well. And when you mentioned Christopher and Christine, um, a little bit of background on them. Christopher Colangelo uh, was diagnosed with stage four mesticular neuroblastoma. And unfortunately, he passed away at 11 years old. And Christine, how do you say her last name? Y-Track, I think. Cinderella um, Y-Track. Yeah, Y-Track. She was, um, and I'm just looking at the website here, she uh, was diagnosed with um, Ewing sarcoma. And um, unfortunately, she passed away in 95 when she was 27. So it, it's really a legacy in a, in a keeping their memory alive, but it's even more so amazing. The fact that, like you said, Andrea, that you guys are still going strong. You're, you're in connection with over 400 hospitals and cancer centers nationwide, and you're, you're touching my family. And I just can't imagine the number of families that you've reached over the years. So it truly is remarkable. This organization is completely amazing. So let's dive in a little bit to how tactfully you can help families. I know there's the manifesto. There's also a financial treatment program that we can talk about, as well as financial planning and resource navigation. Um, let's start with the our mission for Family Reach. And I think you've already kind of touched upon that. Um, but what is the manifesto? So a man, our manifesto, I think, is the perfect introduction to Family Reach because we are privileged enough to work with families who unfortunately have to face the financial burden of cancer. And our manifesto starts with, we see you forced to choose between your health and your home, scaling back groceries, cutting your meds in half so you can turn the electricity back on, hoping to catch up on rent the next month. So we, and it's beautiful and it's available on our website, but really it's letting families know that we are right here alongside of you in your journey and understand everything that you're facing. You mentioned earlier how cancer impacted your income. We so often see families who are two incomes going to one or one income to none. And we want families to know that we are there every step of the way and want to make sure that, you know, we take away the shame that sometimes comes with the financial piece of cancer and the diagnosis itself, and that you are surrounded by the Family Reach team to get through everything you're about to face or you have already been facing. Yeah, because many times it's hard to say yes to help when you're in that fight or flight mode and you think, you know, I can handle this, I should be able to handle this, and you blame yourself for your child's diagnosis or their situation. And, you know, your, your ego is up. You don't want any help from anybody. And it's, it's really hard for some people to allow themselves that help. And so having this manifesto here, it is exactly what I experienced, you know, 4am being at the ER, 
your heart racing, not knowing what's wrong with your child. And it really, like you said, it really is the perfect introduction. It's your mission statement. For families that haven't heard of Family Reach, I highly suggest you hopping on the website and we'll put the website in the show notes for people to go on to. But there are so many wonderful things that you guys are doing. And just, I think, acknowledging that you've been there that, you know, again, this organization was started by two families that teamed up together that have already walked the walk. They understand why this financial piece is really important. And it's not just throwing money at families that need help. There's a purpose to it and it's very needed. Let's talk a little bit about the financial treatment program, because to be honest, I haven't really dived into it too much. As I was going through um, and prepping for this interview, I started to dabble in it, but I would love to hear more. Definitely. So we have, our financial treatment program has four programs to it. So our first one is emergency relief. And you know what, before I dive into the actual programs, I think it'll be helpful to understand from a family perspective, what it means to join and be a part of the financial treatment program. So I am lucky enough to work with the most incredible social workers, which we call resource navigators in our, in Family Reach. So they are trained social workers who represent us on a daily basis and work directly with our families. We also have partner hospitals where you can also become a part of the financial treatment program and those social workers can refer you to us as well. So we get to work with the best of the best and some really incredible professionals, healthcare professionals that can get you linked to family reach. So when you come to us, you will go through what we call a financial needs assessment. And this is where our navigators really use their expertise to see the whole picture of what you're dealing with. So they'll look at your household income, the needs of your family, some of the challenges you might be facing. And from that point, they take a really holistic approach to figuring out what services are the best fit for you and what resources we can refer you to. So if we dive into what the financial treatment program offers, that's where we have the four programs. So the first one is emergency relief, where if we find, you know, through discussion that emergency relief grant or funding could help you, our navigators would look at ways to maybe help pay utilities, rent, or mortgage. So that originally, Family Reach was focused on what we used to call financial assistance grants. And then we realized that this problem is so much bigger, right? You are facing so many challenges financially. So we realized that we needed to grow this program to provide more services to our families and to meet you more upstream. Our goal is to meet families at the day of diagnosis to help plan for what's to come. So from there, we've really built out the rest of our financial treatment program. So I've been lucky enough to be a part of the financial planning program where we can pair you and your family with a certified financial planner and they can help you plan for the expenses to come or maybe some of the expenses you've already been facing. Mm -hmm. And that program's amazing because you get to have an expert, a financial expert who's not involved in your day to day can come in and just tell you what the next best steps are, optimize your financial situation, and reassure you that the decisions you're making financially can be really helpful and set your family up 
you know, as comfortably as you can over, at, over the duration of your treatment or whatever you're experiencing as a family with cancer. And that is something that I definitely want to dive into further. Um, again, we haven't applied to the program because you have to apply, but um, I am a checklist person. I like to feel like I'm making progress and I certainly like to, you know, educate myself on finances. And even though we're a one income family and, you know, we may not have a lot of money, um, I think just having this financial advisor or just someone to help guide you along the way makes me feel like we're not floundering and it's not you know, wasted time because I've been trying to get my career going as a teacher, but there have been a lot of hiccups and that's life. Um, and you know, our, our family's health comes first. And I really appreciate what you said, Andrea, as far as like planning ahead for the future, because now that we're 18 months into Ollie's treatment, obviously we're able to start planning for the future. We have a second baby due in two weeks and we're really excited about that. And that was one thing that that dream was stripped from me as soon as I heard the diagnosis. I never thought we would be able to expand our family. I just, I didn't see, I couldn't see a mile in front of me. I couldn't see two feet in front of me. And now that we kind of have our bearings and we have our new normal that everyone talks about, being able to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's look at the finances. It doesn't have to be scary. Um, It's something that, you know, we're already facing cancer head on. So finances, we should be able to handle that as well. And if you're not able to handle that, it sounds like exactly what you said, Andrea, that you know, the financial advisors, they really will guide you along the way. The nicest part about this program is no matter where you are in your journey, so whether you're in your shoes now where you feel like you can take a step back and look to plan for the future, or if you're in the thick of it and you're getting bills and you're not sure where to go next, we have a really great training program that our planners go through. So they understand everything that you're going through, no matter where you are in your journey. And they'll they'll meet you at that stage. So we can they can talk to you about managing your cash flow, looking at your budget. If you are ready to talk about planning for the future, what does that look like? Or simply how do we make sure that we, you as a family can look at your finances and keep your lights on? How can we make sure that you're staying in your home and you're getting food on the table? And the nice part is about family reach is that everything we do is a team effort. So if your planner has questions, concerns, wants to find additional resources, we'll always tag your social worker back into the conversation. And it's a collaborative team effort to make sure you're getting everything you need. So we actually just had a call yesterday with our planners checking in. We have over 140 planners dedicated to this program and they are ready to go. So I really encourage families who, you know, want to make sure that they can have an open and honest conversation and know that there will be no shame attached to it to look into the financial planning program because we have some really amazing people ready to help. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head where there's a lot of shame around, you know, not being able to provide for your family. But of course, if someone's out of work, there's only so many things that you can hold on your shoulder. And you just, sometimes you just got to say yes and cave in and have, allow someone else to help you. Um, So I'm really excited to 
apply and become a part of the program. And like I said, just educate myself more about finances and really, you know, have someone guide us because we're a young family. We just bought a, our first home, which again, never thought that that was going to be possible. Um, but our family was able to help us. There's a lot of firsts for us, which is great, but it's also kind of nail biting because it's such a big responsibility and we've always rented. So knowing that we still have 18 months left of treatment and knowing that COVID, Lord knows how long this COVID thing is going to be around. Um, everybody's, you know, whole world has completely changed. So um, it, hearing that, you know, your team, financial team works really closely with the social worker. I almost feel like we have a double team to mm -hmm. make sure that we're okay as a family and that they're checking on, you know, checking on you. Um, that was one thing that I really enjoyed about being in touch with our hospital social worker, as well as another social worker we have through another program. I like to be checked on because I feel like, you know, when we left the hospital, I felt like I was leaving with a newborn. I had no idea what to do. I wasn't confident in my skills. Like I had my checklist and stuff, but my husband and I were still really nervous about everything. So having someone that kind of leads you along the way financially um, just sounds really appealing. So if any listeners, you know, want to get more involved in it, I'll link the website in the show notes and you can take a look at it. I also noticed I'm on the website right now, Andrea, but I also noticed that you guys have a really easy financial guidebooks. There's three of them. One for financial guidebook for pediatric cancer, one for young adult cancer, and one for adult cancer. So you hit all the buckets. And again, if anybody's listening and they want to learn more about it, I strongly suggest checking out the website. Yeah, the guidebook has been such a great addition. So we had our original version of the handbook, and then we went out and we have a family council. So we got feedback from families who are going through cancer or have already gone through it. We talked to social workers. We talked to our own social workers in-house and really wanted to make this a tool that you can take with you and break it down into bite-sized pieces. So if you only want to focus on page one today, that's okay. If you want to work it on the budget sheet and as your bills come up, you want to jot them down, that's okay too. It's really meant to be a tool that you can, you can digest at your leisure to make sure that it's at your own pace and you feel supported by Family Reach. So we tried to make them through the three different age groups so that you can find resources and feel like it applies most to your family. So these just launched this year and they are incredible resources. So like you said, feel free to go to our website and you can download them directly and, you know, take it as a tool, another tool in your financial toolkit that Family Reach can offer. Exactly. And I'm all about, you know, making sure that I have tools in my toolkit. And even if I glance upon something and say, oh, no, that doesn't really apply to us right now. There's always a comfort for me knowing like, you know what, let me go back to that and take a look. Maybe it applies to us now. Or, you know, maybe you're talking, you know, I'm talking to the listeners now, but maybe they're talking with another family and, and, you know, they heard of this podcast and they're saying, you know what, you should check out Family Reach. We applied, it works for us. And 
again, it's not something that you have to dive into right away. Like Andrea said, it can be something that you glance at and kind of chip away at. I'm sure there's a customer service number that they can call um, for help. Is that correct, Andrea, if anybody needs help with anything? Oh yeah, you right on our website, you can call our number directly and one of our social workers will be able to get in touch with you and really, you know, answer any questions that you have, maybe go through some of the application questions, guidebook questions. We are always here to help. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. And again, all these funds are non-medical and that's, yes, the medical bills, you know, can pile up, but the non-medical stuff is really the stuff that keeps people up at night because it just accrues every month, every month. And it just doesn't stop just like the medical bills. Um, so I'm really excited. I downloaded the guidebook. I have not had a chance to look at it yet, but I'm really excited to print it off and go through it. So I talked a little bit about our personal story with family reach and how my family was impacted halfway through Ollie's treatment, actually, now that I'm looking at my notes, so you guys were so sweet and you actually helped us pay our first mortgage bill, which was huge. And as well as releasing our car. So you helped us with a car payment too. And that alone, I mean, moving into a new house. Yes, that was a choice. It was part of our dream as a family. But when you move into any place, there's always things that you have to fix up and that you don't anticipate. And so being able to, for you guys to help us out with those payments was monumental because there were other projects that we had to get done. For instance, the roof had to be redone, you know, before winter here in New England, you never know. Um, and so we were able to allocate funds to that. And that to us was just absolutely incredible. So on, on behalf of everyone at Family Reach, I just want to thank you, Andrea, for all the work that you're doing because it really is helping us sleep at night. So thank you. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad to hear that we were able to help. And I think the one key point to highlight too, is that for families that come to us, the last piece of our financial treatment program is resource navigation. So if you come to us and depending on your circumstances, we also have our team will look for resources in your community. They'll help uh, maybe look for utility assistance or cancer diagnosis specific organizations that can help. So it's a really comprehensive, like I said, holistic approach to, to supporting our families. So even when maybe we're not able to pay everyone's mortgage bill, we're going to do everything we can to find additional resources that are, that will help your family. So know that when you do apply through that financial needs assessment, we're going to do everything we can. So if we can't do it in-house, we're going to find someone else that can do it for you. So rest assured that family reaches in your corner and wants to help. Definitely sounds like the families that your social workers and financial officers work with, they're unique. They're not a case number. They're not lumped in with every other family. It's very specific. It's very tailored to what each family needs. And it really sounds like you guys listen to the family and what they need because every family's needs are so completely different. I'm blown away by the social workers that we have on our team to 
I'm lucky enough to sometimes get to hear their calls or we'll share stories confidentially in our team meetings and to hear the level of detail and the connection that they make with their families. You can just tell that they're doing everything they can to get to know the family and cater their decisions and services provided specific to the family. So I can't shout out our programs team enough Mm -hmm. and to reassure all of your listeners that you have some really amazing people that you're going to talk to when you come to us. Yeah. And to second that, you know, when Ollie was diagnosed, I feel like our social worker at the hospital, she was a lifeline. I've never experienced a social worker before. And every time that I saw her, I just was able to like let my shoulders down a little bit. And she was absolutely amazing. And um, she's taken a step down and another woman has stepped in. But I will never forget the way that she was able to just be like, you know what? I got this. I got this. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. And for everything that she did for us is shout out to all the social workers because I don't know how they do it. They have so many families that they help. But for my family and my situation, I just can't say enough about our social worker at the hospital because Again, she was a lifeline. And just to have somebody say, you know what, I'm going to handle this for you. Let me check on this. Let me ask about this. You know, do you have a question about this? Let me help you with this. I just said yes to everything. And of course, we were extremely grateful. But yeah, it's it's incredible what social workers do. They, they, they're like teachers. <laughs> they just can do everything. They're like superhuman. It's crazy. They're, they're so amazing. And I think what works so well with our model is that our team will connect with your social worker at the hospital because your, your social worker at the hospital knows you better than we ever will, but we can try to be a good second place. So they'll connect, they'll have a conversation to figure out what we can do to best support you and then conversation directly with the family. So we are lucky enough to get to talk with all the amazing social workers and I myself am not one, but to see the work that they do on a daily basis, I'm honored to be a part of their team. And it's so wonderful to hear that they're linked up with each other because there's so many times where, you know, they'll say like, well, I never heard of so-and-so or like, what did so-and-so say? And I missed that email and I can't find it. And so it's just one less thing that families have to worry about knowing that the hospital social worker is going to link up with the family reach social worker. They're a team because half the battle and half the frustration I think sometimes is, you know, and even in my case, I'm just so busy with my three-year-old throughout the day that I never check email. You know, if I see a text message, that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Um, or a voicemail, but just again, doubling down on the team, it just is so wonderful. So how can listeners get involved in Family Reach? I know we talked about, I got involved through my hospital social worker, but if there's somebody listening whose hospital social worker has not approached them about Family Reach or isn't one of those 400 hospitals, how can they get involved? Great question. So I would have two suggestions. Both of them start with visitingfamilyreach.org. And if you are interested in applying for our services, if you go to the top right, there's a tab that says get help and you'll fill out the financial treatment program application there. If you're just interested about Family Reach and the amazing things we have going on at the bottom of our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. You'll learn about everything that we're doing, media events, campaigns, we have athletic events, all the things to keep you updated, that's a really great place to start too. So 
get help or sign up for the newsletter, but both are at familyreach.org. And you guys are also connected on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, so I'll make sure to get all those links and put them in the show notes so people can join your social media. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. So how do you guys raise the funds that you do? We have an amazing development team that goes out and looks for everything from corporate partnerships to fundraising events to incredible people that believe in our mission and want to support the families that we do. It's a really unique combination of funding opportunities that has that continues to carry us through each year. And the programs team, the development team is amazing and going out and spreading the word about family reach. And we've just, we slowly continue to grow each year and have more people interested and invested in supporting the family. So it's pretty amazing to see. Yeah. And again, I'm just looking at the website now. I mean, all of your events, like you have obviously some virtual events, a cooking live cookathon. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's a virtual event. Oh, that happened back in May. Yeah. I mean, I always wonder like, how do these organizations do it? And I think, you know, some of the unsung heroes really are those corporations that really don't get mentioned that much about donating in terms of families like me. I don't hear about, you know, all these companies or um, private families that have donated to these large organizations, but it really is a team effort. And it's just truly remarkable all the work that, you know, your team is doing behind the scenes to raise these funds for families like mine. So I want to thank you so much for that. Thank you. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect and that Family Reach was able to help your family. And I can't thank you enough for bringing attention to Family Reach. And hopefully through this conversation, someone else can have another success story just like you did with Family Reach. So you're amazing. And thank you for everything that you've done for families experiencing cancer. It's I am amazed at all that you've accomplished. Thank you. Well, I feel like at least I'm making some type of progress. And again, like we said, you know, before we started recording it, if we're helping one other person, that's the difference. So kind of in closing, Andrea, what motivates you to do the work that you do every day at Family Reach? I think it's the team. No, I don't think. I know it's the team that I work with. We are an incredible group of people who are so dedicated to helping families affected by cancer, and we all come with a different story. For me, I have lost some near and dear family members to cancer, and most recently, my mother-in-law passed away two years ago and I saw the financial burden of cancer. I saw what it's like to have medical bills pile in and try to navigate those waters. Luckily, I was part of the Family Reach team and could help her at that point. But if I can, like you, if I can help one person in the yes. work that I'm doing with the amazing people around me at Family Reach, then I can be happy every day with the work that I'm doing. So it's a little bit of a combination of personal, mm -hmm. personal growth and the professional team that I work with that's gotten me to where I am today. Yeah. And it's really heartbreaking that I feel like almost everybody is touched by cancer or knows somebody that, you know, has gone through treatment or in some way have tried to support someone going through treatment. And until we find a cure, it's so wonderful that organizations like Family Reach do exist because you guys really are a niche. Again, 
it's not covering the medical bills. It's covering everything else about your life that has been financially disrupted. And not only allowing the families to kind of gain a sense of control back through your financial coaching and financial program, the assistance program and the planning program, because that kind of gives a sense while I'm talking, you know, from my own experience, but it kind of gives you a sense of like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, someone's not just going to do it for me. Like I'm going to work with someone to help me and guide me, but it kind of gives you a sense of like, confidence back and Mm -hmm. a sense of, I got this, I can handle this now. Or for you to say, you know what, I don't have any of this. I need someone else to take care of this for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Which again, I know finances are really a very private issue for every family, but I'm all about saying yes to people that can help um, and being very grateful and not just taking the help, you know, and taking it for granted, um, but really appreciating all the work that goes into fundraising. Every gift card that we receive from you guys, and I know it, I could be writing thank you notes forever, but just so you know, everything that we receive, I literally get it in the mail and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Like that's my immediate reaction. Like, wow, they're thinking of us. Mm-hmm. And that for me is just so helpful and I really, really appreciate it. So, so Andrea, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the all mommy care podcast and talk about family reach. And if anybody wants to contact you, what's the best way? If you visit our website and go to our team, you'll see my name there. And my last name is a little funny spell, but it's a inkydine at familyreach.org. But you can see on our team, you'll be able to see the spelling there as well. And if not, if you just email ftp at familyreach.org and address it to Andrea, that can also get to me as well. So I, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And I am happy to be here and look forward to seeing all of the incredible podcasts to join your website in the future. Wonderful. Well, I'm really excited to link. I think I already linked you guys on my website, but I'll make sure obviously that we got the hyperlink on there in the state and national resources. And I'll make sure to put your contact info, if it's okay with you, to put it in the show notes so that if people have any questions, they can contact you that way. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Anything I can do to help. Wonderful. Andrea, thank you so much for your time. This was so helpful. Thank you so much for having me. And I, it, it was so nice to hear you talk about everything that you've been able to celebrate and achieve with buying a house to your little one who's knocking at the door mm-hmm. and all for your family. I'm so happy for you. And thank you. feel free to reach out to me directly if you do want to pursue financial planning. I still yeah. oversee the program, okay. so I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to print out that financial um, planner and just take a look at it and um, I'll let you know if I have any questions, but yeah, I mean, I'm all for some help because I'm trying to get everything that I can get done before this newborn comes. And then we have no schedule and we're sleep deprived and (laughs) we're living off of coffee. So (laughs) when I uh, started overseeing the program, I actually signed up for a financial planner outside of work so that I could understand what families were going to experience. Yeah. And it has changed my life Mm -hmm. to have somebody just say, okay, this is where you should put the money. You should do this, set a goal for yourself, like, so that I don't have to worry about it. And I am fortunate enough to not have a cancer diagnosis in my family right now. So 
I, I really believe in the program and I'd be more than happy to give you, give you a hand. And they're really great with the schedule. So when you've got the newborn crying and you're yeah. sleep deprived, they'll work with your schedule. So good, good. Well, I'm jazzed about this. Thank you so much. Thank you. And hopefully you can get some rest after your long day. Yeah. Take care. You too. Bye. Nice you. Bye. -bye. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you got a lot of value from it. If something from this stuck with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to message me on Instagram or on Facebook and tell me your thoughts. Join the private All Mama Care Facebook group to connect with me directly and other listeners across the globe. Hop on over to my website, allmommycare.com. All, A-L-L, no periods, mama m-a-m-m-a care c-a-r-e dot com there you'll be able to check out some amazing resources to help your child and your family wherever you're listening to this take a screenshot tag me and a couple friends you never know it might be exactly what someone needs to hear today the light within me honors the light within you mm -hmm.